Bravo, Ryan. How's it going, man? You're not going to have that <clears throat> Gary Glitter theme song? <laughs> my gang, my gang. Yeah, what a disgusting, vile monster. It's predator. He is. What is. He is sicko. 79, whatever the hell he, years old he is. Going back to jail. In jail. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's start then, Ryan, by you just reminding the viewers about what you do and your mission. And we're not we're not censored, so you can say what the hell you want right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a professional at getting banned. I heard you say your favorite topic, which is uh, the Epstein saga. So it's one of mine. It's one of my backyard topics. And as you know, uh, my YouTube channel was erased. And it's, well, I've been kicked off all social media starting with my work on september 11th but then you know i crawl my way back i get banned again over something all the time epstein was definitely one of those things because people keep talking about the client list which i've had since 2019 at least i have literally mapped it out (laughs) for people but i wasn't able to share it anywhere because i was kicked off twitter up until january of this year when elon started bringing a lot of us back and of course i was kicked off meta and youtube and vimeo and paypal and i got kicked off patreon the day maxwell got arrested and she's really at the center of this web so it takes shows like yours for me to get my head above water long enough to go yeah here's the list and here's the people on it (laughs) because everyone's out there wondering and what's sad is there's a bunch of fake lists because what they do is they censor people who have the correct information and then they amplify what I call the kook meter where people put out just ridiculous stuff. It just lists of like celebrities and things, Tom Hanks and stuff like that, or um, something lazy where they just take something like uh, Maxwell's black book flight logs and go, here's the list. Well, some of that is the list, but a lot of it isn't. Not every person they met and associated with was involved in white collar crimes or kitty fiddling. Let's just, we can say it, raping young girls. Um, a lot of people Epstein liked to collect because it, it impressed himself and others to try just have important people in his contact or be pictured with them. But not everybody they did that to took the bait. Some people looked at him and just thought, you're weird. You're disgusting. Like Steve Pinkerton did that. Eric Weinstein did that. They met him, probably got a photo with him at some point, but didn't fall for it. Saw what he was all about. The young girls bouncing on his lap and just thought this guy's a, a cutout. Some of the guys, people who talked to him thought he's not some financial whiz. He's not some uh, theoretical physics whiz or anything. He's just a con artist and they wanted nothing to do with him. Others took it uh, hook, line, and sinker. So we can go over. Sean and I, by the way, have been over this ad nauseum. And there's, I counted it up nine and a half hours of, and with no overlap, just going over new characters on his list in detail, which used to be on YouTube. And, you know, they basically threatened to take away years of your life and all your videos if you didn't remove it. So I'm not saddened at all that you removed it. It's just, I wish it wasn't like that. This is one of the most interesting cases since JFK. Definitely. And you're talking about 
a massive international child sex trafficking, kidnapping, rape, along with white collar crimes that just make the the current bank uh, <laughs> failures right now pale in comparison. And it's actually related. So I'll bring something up. Uh, we're back on the offense. People thought it ended with the Maxwell kangaroo trial. No, it doesn't. You know, they thought, well, Epstein's dead. Jean-Luc Brunel's dead. Maxwell's in jail and sort of in jail. You know, there's another lawsuit that really is a weak point for them. And we have to thank the attorney general who got fired over it. Denise George from the Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands, went after J.P. Morgan for money laundering and human trafficking, like sex trafficking and rape, right? Particularly on Jess Staley. But the day she did this, okay, the day that the U.S. Virgin Islands sues puts it in and does the lawsuit for Jess Staley and J.P. Morgan because of Epstein, which continues to make payments, by the way, Darren Endike and the rest, is Epstein's money still being used, was the same day that they arrested Andrew Tate. And what they what was he accused of? Because this Andrew and his brother have been arrested, but they haven't actually been charged. Interesting timing, whether they're guilty or not, I presume... I will just presume innocence until there's some evidence. But what happened is this is the most like Googled guy in the world. He gets arrested and the charges are money laundering, kidnapping and rape. And so if you were to Google any of those terms, none of it's going to go back to JP Morgan. It would all go to the Andrew Tate thing and get sucked into this manosphere kind of e-drama blah, 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 out of Romania, whatever. And that's an interesting case. And I know about that one too. We can talk basically it's, it's really nothing but a distraction. But that happened on the exact same day. And that sucked up all the news. And a lot of people are trying to look at it. Well, what happened here in the Virgin Islands? What's going on with JP Morgan? Let's look up sex trafficking. Goes to Tate. Oh, well, let's look up this. Goes to Tate, right? And there was definitely money laundering. And money laundering, a lot of people use that term incorrectly. They just mean like moving money around. It's like, you know, you got to be moving money around for illegal activities. Okay. Glenn Maxwell also tried to set up her own accounts at JP Morgan for recruiting services. This is how stupid this woman is. She actually said for recruiting services. Recruiting for what, Glenn? <laughs> Your procurers? Oh. But they, it's been great. Now, I mean, look, here's the list. If people want to see the list, we've, we've had this out a long time. I mean, it's just pages and names. I don't know if that pencil is going to show up. And it's mapped out behind me. But, and I'll put that on my website for, for sake of time. We should go over to core players. Just let me uh, remind them, of you, your dead. website is anti-neocon. Yeah, ANC report stands for anti-neocons. Because there's a lot of neocons on the list, too. <laughs> Look, there's prime ministers. There's uh, former president. There's senators. There's governors. Uh, and there's a lot of billionaires. And to me, the I guess for most people, the more sexy part of the list is like Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, stuff like that. 
sort of well-known political figures or royals. Yeah, you got the book on it. <laughs> but the more powerful people, even than a president, are these billionaires like Les Wexner and Leon Black, people like that, uh, Mort Zuckerman, these guys cashing in billions. It's not the, the corporations, it's the donor class. And that would include the, the entire mega group as well as people like Leon Black and Robert Kraft and Conrad Black and, and Glenn Dubin and these billionaires that helped facilitate the whole thing, which includes some of these bankers, Jamie Dimon, Ace Greenberg, the people at Bear Stearns, right, Kane, um, and then obviously Jess Staley. And he is in hot water right now because they, <laughs> I've been reading through it. I guess you've been reading through it too. They didn't redact that much. And what they did redact, you can deduce because there's so much information about this whole event anyway, that you're like, well, that's that person. And that's that, you know, and it's sick, man. This stuff that he's got a thousand two hundred emails with Epstein. All right. This is where they messed up bad because they have Epstein's emails and they know who he was emailing back and forth. And a lot of these people are so arrogant that they didn't even hide it very well. Like Staley, for example, and this is going to make people throw up in their mouth a little bit, but he would refer to the victims. Him and Epstein would nickname them after Disney princesses. Isn't that gross? Oh In <laughs> fact, when Epstein was the first time he got arrested, he wasn't really incarcerated just one day a week, right? The rest he would work. I guess he would sleep at the jail, but six days a week he'd go to his office in, in Palm Beach and uh, and continue what he was doing. Just Staley took a yacht to Epstein's Pedo Island and you know, he's writing them. Yeah, I'm in the hot tub now with a glass of white wine and bleep, 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 bleep. Hey, uh, tell Snow White I said hi. And Jeffrey Epstein says, uh, which character would you like next time? <laughs> Staley's like, says, Beauty and the Beast. And Epstein jokes, well, one half of that can be done. I mean, not the Beast, just uh Bell, I guess her name is on the thing. And they had a little uh princess dresses and everything. Whole thing for the fetish. So we got the underage girls or extremely young girls, little princess dresses for little cosplay. So they messing around on the yacht and they raping these women. And Staley's account, well it's Epstein's accounts, but Staley's overseeing over JP Morgan. Over 20 victims are paid out. Because a lot of it was like coerced prostitution, right? Are paid out through Bear Stearns to Jess Staley. And if you look at the timing of when two or three thousand dollars would get sent to the same girl, is each time Staley comes to the island, another time when he was in London, it, it follows him around, right? So he get the particular couple girls he, um, I guess he liked the most who he, raped over and over again who we were forced to to be with this scumbag and apparently he liked to play with disney princesses well all this garbage is gonna come out and 
this has been known since February, but again, it was like the Andrew Tate thing sucked all the air out of the room, and that's all anybody ever talked about. But they were there, and others also were using J.P. Morgan the same way. They set up all these accounts, and they're moving around, and it's small sums because they weren't paying these girls very much. Um, but it adds up. I mean, it gets into the millions because there were so many women, and a lot of them got paid hush money. Uh, which they accepted because it was a double whammy. It was like, here's money for your silence. And if you're not quiet, goes to violence. Very typical of this gang of, of people. And so uh, I think this, along with the Deutsche Bank suit too, is where we're back on the offense because we've got the emails and he's bringing in Mort Zuckerman and others, or Leon Black has been bringing in Mort Leon's still in hot water. This guy gave over $158 million to Epstein. He was also a conduit for Epstein at MIT uh, with Joy Ito and uh, I forgot the director's name. The one before that was doing the same thing. Uh, was it Cohen something? Peter Cohen, I believe. Yeah. Same kind of thing. And what? And that was the in the complaints there. <laughs> this is all written down. They'd say things like, we just got money from Jeffrey Epstein. We can't. That looks bad. And they're like, oh, why didn't he do the Leon Black route? Meaning just donate to Leon, have Leon donate to us, right? And, or Bill Gates. Right? <laughs> or uh, Nathan Mervold, right? Nathan Mulvard used to visit. This is a uh, top executive at Microsoft with Bill Gates. He used to visit Epstein's rape mansion in Florida when Epstein wasn't even there. That's how tight they were. And all these people, they would, they'd have dinners together and oh, this is sick. Stay late into the night and they're inviting kids like and like teenagers over to the house, including the Dubin, one of the Dubin's own daughters. That's who Bill Gates said. Oh, a very attractive Swedish woman came over with her daughter and I ended up staying late into the night. <laughs> like, I bet you did, Bill. WEF weasel. Right. And so he's donating on their behalf in places like MIT. You could say, well, they just took the money. Right. Well, I don't think MIT is that desperate. Harvard's not that desperate. Larry Summers and stuff. Really? You need that. You need money so bad that you have to get it from Epstein. And you know, it's from Epstein. And even when he's using a third party, he knew that they had those guys by the short hairs and that they were influencing on his behalf. And Ep Epstein was flexing. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get the, the head of Apollo Industries and the head of Microsoft to donate for me. They do what I say. He must have got a real kick out of that until he got strangled to death. Right? Mm. Yeah, but uh, so if I was to say like the core of this map behind me, this client list, there's a bunch of people you won't know. Like they're not famous. Um, they're rich, but they're not very famous. But if I was to take the core group, what really kicked it off, the sickest ones were Maxwell and Epstein and Jean-Luc Brunel. They used to refer to Jean-Luc Brunel's procurement as French wine. Sounds like Podesta. <laughs> but it's like, they'd, oh, yeah, do you have any French wine? I'm having French wine. And that didn't mean a girl from France. It meant a girl from Brunel. Because Brunel was running MC Squared Modeling Agency from Karen Modeling Agency, which connects back to Tel Aviv. 
This is the part you never get to say. The whole thing was Israeli operation. I should have said that. <laughs> because the mega group is Israeli operation. The mega group is not a bunch of Canadian and American donors that just happen to always be Zionists. I mean, they were set up. They are the second generation from the Sonborn Institute, which was set up out of a group of uh, Zionist millionaires in the 40s that was also involved in gun running, weapons theft, including uh, uranium, 235, highly enriched uranium, and human trafficking. It started with a mixture of human trafficking. Well, we're trying to get Jewish refugees to, to Palestine to save them from the Holocaust. That would have been fine um, to save people from the Holocaust, but they ended up just annexing land and butchering Palestinians as well. But then it became a place where you could get human trafficking for sex traffic and slavery as well, because nobody is going to go after a Holocaust charity or anything. It just, it's political suicide. And so they were gross enough to couch inside a well-meaning good thing, a very nasty thing. So like, yeah, you want to give money to Holocaust victims. Great. But that's not where it ended up going. That was just the sales pitch. And a lot of it ended up in illegal activities. And they knew they could get away with that because it, the horrors of that event were so big that no one wanted to prosecute it. And this allowed the Israeli state to move around guns, people, drugs, whatever they wanted. As long as they would just, you know wave the Holocaust in people's face and it would just shut down everything. You're anti-Semitic. Uh, of course, it has nothing to do with being Jewish. It has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. It's a state. It's got vested interests. It's got market interests like any other government, any other country in the world. If you criticize Saudi Arabia, you're not criticizing the Arabs, right? You're criticizing those Arabs. And when you criticize Israel, you're not criticizing the Jews. You're criticizing those Jews. And they had a lot of allies in the United States, Cold War, and da 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 But anyway, this was the nexus that the mega group was born out of. And some of the people who are really old, the Steinharts, the Wechners and stuff, overlap. They were young when it started, and they're about to pass the baton. A lot of them are in their 80s now. But Les Wexner was the financial backbone for Jeffrey Epstein. He used to have to sign off for him in the 80s. He'd have his signature in a lot of papers because Epstein was always committing crimes and always weaseling his way out. He started as a hatchet man. He gets into Bear Stearns and, and Tower Financial with Hoffenberger. Um, they're just ripping people off left and right. Uh, but Epstein was always known for having young women around. As former President Trump said, Epstein really likes the ladies. A little bit on the younger side, too. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, yeah, funny Trump. He must have known. Everybody that ever visited his properties had, it would have been willful ignorance to not know what he was doing. He really threw it in the people's faces, topless girls around the pool and all that. It's not like you have to go up and ask him, hey, are you 15? But you got to know. And it wasn't just Wexner and Brunel's models from Victoria's Secret and MC Squared and stuff. A lot of uh, Brunel's models, by the way, even though he was French and they had a property in Paris, a lot of his girls came out of Ukraine. In fact, his last modeling agency that he opened uh, – Mother plus one was out of Kiev, Ukraine. And those girls 
in a desperate situation because even before this current war with Russia and the civil war before that with Don Voss, Ukraine has had one oligarch after another. So it was 15 billion euros in debt. It's been run into the ground with corruption. People like Ihor Kolomoisky and others are, they call them oligarchs, but for a foreign state, I mean, doesn't, their theft doesn't even benefit Ukraine. It's just personal embezzlement and procuring honey traps for Israel. And Burnell was grabbing a lot of girls. They'd take their passports away. They'd ship them to Paris and Tel Aviv. And then it later expanded to New York and Miami and from Miami to Palm Beach. And then it was on. But it wouldn't have been possible without the mega group's money. And their kind of conduit for Epstein was Les Wexner. Later, you get Leon Black and Glenn Dubin and these other uh, sources of revenue for Epstein. He really didn't have a lot of clients as a hedge fund manager or whatever BS cutout they had. He was a master of blackmail and he was targeting U.S. science and technology. I think, oh, yeah, just Epstein's just really interested in physics. I'm like, Epstein's very interested in physics or the Israelis are very interested in U.S. science and technology. I mean, damn, Robert Maxwell, the whole Maxwell syndicate goes back to Israeli intelligence and spying on the Pentagon and making NSO and Pegasus and all these things. And you got to just be blind on purpose to not notice that. I mean, this is they're all Jewish Zionists. They're all tied within these banks and things. They're to prior crimes from stealing uranium to, you know, putting Mordecai Benunu in jail, who's the guy who blew the whistle on them for stealing the uranium to make the bombs that they deny that they have, that we have nuclear ambiguity on. And he was fingered by Robert Maxwell. That's who got him put in jail. And Mordecai Benunu is a hero. I mean, he told the world this rogue stated illegally built nuclear weapons. And we know now that they were able to do that by stealing from the United States, going back to Zalman Shapiro and these people. I made a movie about it. And people like Grant F. Smith have written books about it. Very detailed. It should be a massive story. Can you imagine if any other nation had stolen nuclear weapons from the United States? The whole world would know. Everybody would know. There are Americans that don't know that. Like, Israel didn't develop a bomb. They stole it. They stole it, and they irradiated an area of Pennsylvania when they did it. Apollo, Pennsylvania has a half-billion-dollar cleanup now from a lot of it that they dumped all over the place. It was just sloppy. Uh, some of the stuff they did was amazingly stupid. Uh, and yet, they're able to get away with it. Uh, press is not interested in reporting on anything, any kind of Israeli crime. I mean, they can openly colonize the West Bank and annex land and bulldoze homes and shoot kids. And, and it's not in a single U.S. paper. It's not. They attacked Syria multiple times this year with missile strikes and murdered people in Damascus. Hasn't been on U.S. news, not even Tucker Carlson. And it won't be on U.S. news ever. But you know, if, if Syria shot missiles into Israel, oh, it'd be it'd be bigger news than the second coming of Jesus Christ. I mean, everybody would know if the Israelis got attacked. So they're allowed to attack and steal with impunity. And so this is how you get to the point where 
hey, what if we just like rape hundreds of little kids? Americans won't report on it. And they're right. They never led back to Israel. They never went after his financial backbone. Um, he got like three chances before even Epstein himself was put in jail. And he was replaceable because he's a cutout. They already have another Epstein. They already have another uh, HQ in Cape Cod. And they're already doing the same stuff they're doing before. And it's like, well, and it's and some of the same people, some of the same people involved. And so Epstein was just replaced. But it's hard to replace a Les Wexner, right? The Israeli state's not just going to hand Epstein money, right? But a billionaire on, can do it on their behalf through a series of his businesses because he'd never be in that position if he wasn't getting state assistance in the first place, right? So we've got the list. We got we've got the documents. <laughs> so what's going to be the next development, Ryan? It's going to be right here on the top left. It's going to be pulling on Jess Staley and trying to get him to flip on other people. Because when these emails there, I mean, people have written about them. Some there, there's still people on this. But it's this suit from the Virgin Islands is going to be the yarn that they pull on that unravels the whole sweater, I think. Uh, not a lot of people have are going to come running out to defend J.P. Morgan, especially right now with banks collapsing. And when you look at these banks collapsing, well, what a coincidence, right? Silicon Valley Bank moves out a billion dollars to Israel the day before it collapses and their own internal executives are selling stocks and gave themselves bonuses knowing it's gonna, they don't even have money to cover deposits or anything, but a billion dollars goes to a foreign state. Then it collapses 90 something percent were uninsured because it was over a quarter million dollars per person. And so what'll happen is the Biden regime will, bail out the depositors, but allow anybody that had stocks or speculators to just fail. Um, but they'll keep it solvent enough to where like, okay, well, if you need to go get your money out, the American taxpayer is going to basically foot the bill for that. But then you had Silvergate, which was tied to FTX, which again was the Israeli state. And they blew that up in the crypto market uh, with San Bankman fraud and Ellison and these people. And they, I where's mean, where's it's, all it's, the FTX money gone? <laughs> it's Tel Aviv. I mean, the, the whole thing, they were moving money to Ukraine. I mean, uh, Ukraine and Israel are, are tied at the hip like they have. And the whole thing because Putin kicked the Jewish oligarchs out of Russia. Um, and a lot of them fled to the Israel, the UK, and Ukraine. And never stopped their operations. They want him dead. They want regime change in Russia because Russia stood up for Syria uh, Russia stood up for Iran, like their nuclear scientists went there. They sold S-300s to the Syrians, turned the war around there. Because Syria was supposed to be like Libya. It was supposed to be a quick toppling of Assad the way they did Gaddafi. And they used proxy army and ISIS. But it didn't work because the Russians gave them air defense. And Bashar al-Assad, he gave this really great speech back in like 2012 saying... The first attack was on our air defense systems. Why? ISIS doesn't have an air force. Why are you going after the AA? 
because Syria had the fifth tightest air defense on earth. They put all their eggs in one basket, right? Because they know Israel's weakness is it can't have skin in the game. So if it goes in on the ground, you kill a couple hundred soldiers, they'll quit. That's what happened in Lebanon in 2006. They have way more, they weren't even fighting Lebanon. They were only fighting Hezbollah, and they still lost because Hezbollah could inflict enough casualties to give them a bloody nose, and the, you know they just losing it. Israeli mothers in the street because they have mandatory military service and people thought oh my kid can die and they know it's over nothing so they quit Syria's like if you can stop their air force you can stop them because they're very good at bombing from miles away and not risking getting killed themselves but if they have to go in on the ground they won't do it because israel can't stomach the casualties that's why they use a proxy force after the second iraq war america couldn't do it either i mean they physically were able but the political will wasn't there Nobody liked the second Iraq war because all these lies from these Zionist neocons came out. There were no weapons of mass destruction. Paul Wolfowitz was a liar. Richard Pearl was a liar. Douglas Fife was a liar. They created an office called the Office of Special Plans in the Pentagon that fabricated information to act as a pretext to go to war in Iraq. And there were, there was no anthrax. There was no mobile weapons labs. Judith Miller was a liar. William Sapphire was a liar. But all these lies came from a little cabal, all Israeli firsters that they sit in phone calls with Netanyahu and write policy papers for a foreign government. Some of them have been caught in the past spying on behalf of Israel, yet they're in the DOD anyway, like Pearl. And we went to war with Iraq. But we didn't get oil out of Iraq or any of that. Israel did. Israel got 77% of its oil three-fourths, a little bit more than three-fourths of all of its oil out of the Kurdish region in Iraq after the war. It was vital for Israel's oil, not America. America already had the oil for food program after the first Gulf War, and the exports from Iraq to the U.S. never changed. It actually froze during the war and went to zero, but when it returns, it's, it's actually less than the level it was in 2002, right? The only thing that changed was oil to Israel. And then also it got rid of the threat of Saddam and the Ba'athist party. So they are no longer able to aid Palestinians. The whole war was for Israeli interests. And they wanted to go into Syria. And they even lied and said, maybe Iraq's WMDs were moved to Syria. Jews Miller wrote that in the New York Times. And sourced Wolfowitz and Pearl and Israeli security forces. The same as the way they lied about anthrax. But the American public doesn't know any of that. They just think petrodollar or some other nonsense, bark up the wrong tree type of thing. Uh, the Europeans did not go to war in Iraq to prop up the petrodollar by the way, or Libya. France did not attack Libya for the U.S. dollar. And this whole Gaddafi gold dinar stuff, that's a canard. Gaddafi was a, was overthrown because they just had a re revolution in Egypt to reopen the Suez Canal to Libyan and Iranian ships. And he made uh, multi-tens of billion dollar deals with the Chinese for oil. That is why the Europeans bombed Libya. There was no gold dinar. They've been talking about it for decades. Look it up. When does the war start? When was the revolution in Egypt? What happened to Suez Canal? Go look at the Chinese contracts. It was real clear. What in the petrodollar? This, what about England and Tony Blair? What what your thoughts on Tony Blair? Well, Blair's also on, on this list. <laughs> huh. Oh, they, I mean, they lied. I mean, Tony Blair, that Tony Blair regime, they murdered David Kelly. Uh, his last his last correspondent, of course, is Judith Miller, who I was just talking about, lying about mobile weapons labs. Well, 
Kelly went down there and and tested these sites and there wasn't VX gas or anthrax and there weren't any mobile weapons labs. It was just some balloon trucks. They knew it wasn't true, but that was the legal pretext for the war. Like the WMD in question was anthrax. And they said they had Colin Powell go to the UN. He read his speech by Tennant and Louis Leibowitz to say, <laughs> yeah, that, Saddam Hussein had this anthrax in mobile weapons labs and he pointed to some cartoons because they, there weren't a lab. So there was just cartoon pictures. Uh, but the British were like, oh, yeah, let's check that. <laughs> and, they, and the result was there's nothing there. So they just murdered Kelly, who said they're going to kill me in the woods. And then they did. Well, he was suicided. Apparently he out of the blue decides to kill himself, but um, they killed him. And Blair was very much in line with George Bush, the lesser, but it wasn't everybody who Jacques Chirac from France. And of course the Russians, Putin, they opposed it. They said there, we don't have evidence for this. You can't just say, trust us. We have some super secret. Why don't you share it with us? Like, why not share it with the French? They're on every other misadventure with us. Not this one because they didn't have anything. And, um, they were so mad at France, they wanted to rename French fries Freedom Fries. I remember that. They were just, why? why? And that was <laughs> my congressman, unfortunately, Walter Jones out of North Carolina, came up with the Freedom Fries. And if you go to the mess hall in the uh, Capitol building, they have Freedom Fries. So one place did it. Nobody else went <laughs> along with that. But they, they decided to do that. Walter Jones would later chain, do a complete 180 and oppose the war and uh, like because I went and talked to him. I went to talk to him about a beach erosion issue. I'd known his father. I started lobbying his father when I was 10 years old. I remember meeting Walter Beeman Jones Sr. He died not both of them died in office, actually. He died in office. And I gave him an earful on the Iraq war. And this is what really behooves me. This is the guy that was so sold on the war that he wanted freedom fries against the French, right? And then he ends up being the most anti-war person in Congress, one of the only Republicans, by the way. He's meeting with Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, who is the chief of staff to Colin Powell, and they're going over all these deceptions and trying to get punishment for these people. And all that happened because it wasn't just me, I'm sure, but lots of people went and talked to him and said, hey, man, you got it all wrong. So a lot of these people, they're not evil, they're ignorant. And if you'd meet and lobby with them and say, this is what's actually going on in Iraq. Check this out and tell them the truth. Tell them about the Office of Surprise. Tell them about Douglas Fife. Tell them the reputation of these people and the lies they're doing. Show them the Niger forgeries and things. That's what we went and did. And he flipped. And they became good friends with people like Ron Paul. You know, Ron Paul was never wrong. He got it right from day one. So that's what it really, really irks me when I see people going and giving speeches at the Lincoln Memorial or Occupy Wall Street sitting there for months in the park in D.C. And I'm thinking, what's with the theatrics? Why are you yelling at buildings? Why don't you legally go in the building and meet your representative, which we fought so hard to make a system like this, and tell them directly what's going on? Be an adult, you know, make a meeting. If you can't reach the congressman, talk to the legislative assistants because that's who runs everything anyway. And just tell them the truth. We could do that right now about Ukraine. Like if you live in D.C., Maryland or Northern Virginia. Go set up a physical meeting and tell them what's going on. 
We have all these brilliant minds that waste so much time on Facebook and Twitter and whatever, YouTube, that live in that area. And I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand it. None of them have ever lobbied. I went and lobbied for the 28 pages. There's 28 pages of consecutive redacted information in regards to the JS report on September 11th. I flew all the way from Japan to go there and lobby. And guess what? We got them. Right. And I'm just so mad that someone else doesn't just go do that. That lives over there. I don't understand it, but they've, they've warped people into thinking like that. No one can do anything. You can't change anything. And the only way is to like, just vote in the right people or whatever. You're not going to be able to vote in the right people when you don't have the media. Right. And that's our problem. Like all these stories, September 11th to Epstein, whatever in between the, all the lies about Ukraine is the line about the other two. You're not allowed to, you know it. You can't talk about this stuff on YouTube. What happened if you told the truth about Ukraine? Your channel's gone. If we went into Epstein the way I go into Epstein, you're gone. Right. And same thing. Now you can put a whole bunch of nonsense out about September 11th, talk, you know, airplane deniers and all that. And you could put a bunch of nonsense about, Epstein saying they're he's still alive and they're throwing people out of the back of planes and just whatever tunnels under the something. That's okay. And you can put nonsense out about Ukraine. But if you tell the truth, if you you know you get flack when you're over the target, the moment you say something accurate, they'll they will censor you. The only major platform where you can kind of tell the truth right now is Twitter because of Elon but not so much in Ukraine. You can talk about the other things. You still get shadow banned, but at least you won't get outright banned. That is why I think it is imperative to build up things like Substack. It was embarrassing to me when Cy Hirsch, who broke the story on the Miley Massacre and Abu Ghraib Prison, Watergate, all these giant stories, publishes his piece on the Nord Stream bombing, which they said Russia bombed their own pipeline. Now they say it's six guys on a yacht with... Of 20 tons of explosives come on. They even found a passport. I was like, was it not wet floating in the ocean? <laughs> he went to Substack, directly to Substack to publish his piece because he knows the New Yorker, the New York Times, they're not going to publish this. It goes against the state narrative and our media is state run. What about Rumble? So is, is Rumble safe? Oh, Rumble's way better than uh, YouTube. Um, the problem with Rumble is it's doesn't have, you know, a zillionth of the traffic that YouTube has. That is changing. Um, Rumble and Odyssey are good on free speech. Odyssey has Russia Today moved over there, RT. Um, but it's not generating the traffic. And you can't, like, embed things from Rumble and Odyssey to a substack. Like, these substack needs to make Rumble embeddable. Like, you can embed YouTube, but that's useless because you can't say anything that will matter on YouTube. Like if you're a threat to the system, you can't like, you can talk about Ukraine on YouTube. If, if you only talk about like the battle tactics and what happened in Bakhmut or whatever, right. You can talk about who took what territory, but you can't talk about why you're in Ukraine or any of the political stuff or you're gone. Right. And, and everyone knows this. So you can do that on rumble. There's a couple topics you can't talk about on rumble, but mostly you can talk about Epstein on Rumble. You can talk about Israel on Rumble to a point. You can talk about um, most things. They don't care. 
uh, it's going to be up to us to build Rumble up, though, because Do you have a Rumble channel. I've got a Rumble. I was actually suspended for nine weeks, um, but I did my appeals and I was returned. So early Rumble was kind of scared, right? But when once they ban someone, they realize, oh well, no one's going to use Rumble because you're just doing the same things as D Live and a lot of these other upstarts. They they're just going to censor as well. So bringing me back, I think, was very good on their part because they're like, look. Even Ryan Dawson's allowed to talk, so you know it's safe, and that's a good brand for them. <laughs> Why did they bump? <laughs> if you in I'm the on place? there, then anybody can be on there because I'm always the first person to get kicked off of stuff. For what? Because I'm accurate. I mean, like I, nobody has the original work that I have. There's a lot of people that know September 11th, but they know it because of me. Like that whole thread on the dancing Israelis and all that. I did that. And a lot of stuff with Epstein. When I'm quiet, the whole thing's quiet. As soon as I come out with a burst of information, suddenly everybody's saying the same thing, but nobody credits. <laughs> Not nobody. Some people credit, but some people make their whole career off of pilfering my work and never saying my name. So that when you're a threat to the system, you're gone. Um, and there's other people just as toxic as me. Uh, you know... Even very established journalists like Cy Hirsch, they knew. I mean, there's people more that get in more trouble than me. Obviously, Julian Assange, <laughs> Ed Snowden, or Gary Webb, someone like that. I mean, they'll kill you. Part of my protection is living in Japan. But, you know, when you are a real threat to the system, they're going to erase you. And there's a lot of people that face a lot of censorship. And when they, they go after their main two attacks are kookification or bogus accusations of like racism or anti-semitism or whatever because they know it doesn't they don't have to be true like if you say that that person's out right because no one wants to be associated with that right and i mean i agree i think racism is abhorrent and, and dumb and all that but i don't want it to be censored because 99 percent of the time that person isn't racist. They're, everyone just gets called a Nazi for the little, and you disagree with the left on anything like, Oh, you think there's only two sexes. You're a Nazi, right? It's just a bogus term. Now that doesn't mean there aren't some actual neo-Nazis. There are, they're in Ukraine getting money from us right now, but it's such a rare thing. But the accusation of it is everywhere. I mean, you go on Twitter, they just throw that out there constantly. And, you know, if the ADL or Anti-Hate Canada or some of these actual hate groups and defamation groups gang up on someone, they can just slaughter their reputation and prevent them from appearing on shows uh, and prevent them from getting guests. And so their, their work will always be in this sort of underbelly of the Internet, because once the ADL has branded you, you're kind of done. But the ADL is a far left Zionist hate group that really doesn't do any anti-defamation it's just defamation the only thing they ever concern themselves with is promoting the agenda of the israeli state they're not advocating for jewish culture or anything like that they're not going after actual anti-semites they just use it as a weapon to shut down dissent on people explaining things like what jeffrey epstein was doing people were talking about jeffrey epstein for decades 
I was a little early, not the first, but around 2007, I got wind of it. I actually met a wow. victim of his named Molly, who kind of like Virginia had gotten out of it. But it's like, go ahead, tell the FBI, it doesn't matter. Cops have been bribed to use Gratitude America and the Science Foundation as a way of paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to police. They would warn him before he was being searched. Right. We have that testimony from his bodyguards and others. Guy was completely protected. And his victims, it took really until a lot of the Clinton appointees and stuff had cycled out of the FBI. And when Trump was in there, to finally uh, throw the book at this guy. And he'd piss. Donald Trump is guilty of his own stuff, but. Look, sometimes criminal gangs fight with each other, right? Look at like all the Mexican cartels. They all sell drugs, but they are not on the same team. They they are definitely competing with one another. And they had pissed off Donald Trump and then he becomes president. So that was the end of Epstein. And that and Burnell too. I mean, he kills himself in prison. They did not have non working cameras. They just didn't even bother putting cameras there. So that was the end of him. Epstein, everyone, I don't think anyone thinks he killed himself. He knew he was going to die. He set up the 1953 trust, moved his money around. And Indyke and these guys, they knew. Uh, they knew what about, that. What about the financiers you mentioned earlier? Black, Wexner, when, when are they going to get their comeuppance? Well, Leon Black's in his own scandal for rape independently and Wexner it man I wish but he's he's in the mega group so it's not just his donations it's all of them it's Steinhardt and Spielberg and the rest of them they have collectively a lot of money that they pay politicians and he's in his 80s and he has been accused of sexual harassment and his name's been drugged through the mud and his businesses are failing because of his woke agenda, like fat model Victoria's Secret and stuff like that. People need to boycott LL brands. Just flat out, do not buy anything that is associated with Les Wexner. That's the way, if you want to like, what can I do? A, never buy from Victoria's Secret or any other uh, business owned by Les Wexner or any of these people. Just don't do it. And man, you can get lingerie from wherever. It's just don't buy it from Wexner, okay? He did step down from his position and his, I guess he's been crucified in the court of public opinion. Sort of like Prince Andrew did lose a nice chunk of money, like $16 million that his brother probably paid. But, uh, and he's had some of his royal privileges taken away or whatever, but he's not going to go to jail. You know, it's because... It would be too much of a bad rep on the entire royal family. So it's kind of like in the interest of their own reputations, they're protecting him. But I'm sure they are livid with the guy, especially after the most epic interview I've ever seen. <laughs> Weinstein said it looked like a hostage situation. <laughs> it was so bad. He was just going to give the most ridiculous answers possible. So he could be like, don't ever approach me with this again. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but nothing will happen to Andrew other than the money he lost and losing his royal privileges. Um, cause that's been settled with Virginia and she's really the one like to her, Virginia Roberts. She was like, I'm not going to be intimidated. And she went after everybody. <laughs> she went after all of them. Um, great. Dershowitz or Dersha Roach, as uh, we call him. I'm sure you've seen the painting Maria Farmer made. He's he'll weasel his way out. Um, it's not clear. I don't know if they really had solid evidence other than sort of remembering his face. But the circumstantial evidence is very high. And this guy defends one serial rapist after another. That's what he decided to do with his practice. So slime ball anyway. But uh, I don't see like they're all so old by the time this went through. They'll be in the grave anyway. Like Peter Nygaard's now in jail. But what is he, 83 now or something? I mean, he's up there. Clinton? Uh, yeah, I mean, Clinton seems to be sick with something. I mean, Hillary, you could get her. Um, some of these guys are young enough to go after, but Clintons, the Clintons are too connected to everybody, too powerful, and it's kind of a too big to fail. Well, if I go, you're going with me. I mean, Clinton put in, um, as the director of the CIA, James Woolsey, who he hated, but he, Epstein made him do it. And Woolsey's the guy that came back and said, ah, oh, yeah, Muhammad Atta went to Prague and met with senior Iraqi officials and got anthrax. Like, it was the former CIA director coming back and saying, this is the information we have. And the, it was not true. There was no meeting in Prague. The 9-11 hijacker did not have anthrax. They did not send anthrax. Iraq didn't have anthrax. And so... You can't not have anthrax and then give it to someone else who also does not have anthrax at a meeting that did not take place. Mm. But Wolsey came out with this and that got repeated by Gary Schmidt and Fred Barnes and the Weekly Standard, Will Crystal and Robert Kagan, whose wife is Victoria Newland, who's the one that's created the Ukraine crisis. She's now the second highest ranking member of the State Department. And, you know, her and Blinken and Sullivan are the ones that concocted this Nord Stream bombing. It's the same cabal. It's the same project for a new American century click. And that's what it is. It's not the Illuminati or whatever. It's Zionists. And they have names and they have think tanks. And it's not secret. It's not a secret society. It's a very much in-your-face open society with they had the Project for New American Century, the Office of Special Plans, the Weekly Standard, and these people work in our government. They had positions mostly in the Defense Department. Some work for Cheney in the, in the vice president's office, like Louis Leibowitz. They're getting money from the Mossad. Mark Rich, Pincus Green, these kind of people. Notorious world global criminals who get pardons from the Clintons, right? It's right in your face. It's not a secret. It's not some room they smoke cigars and make protocols or something. It's think tanks. It's right in your face. There are little tertiary groups at the bottom, like Bilderberg and the WEF and stuff like that. Trilateral Commission, which Epstein was part of, by the way. He's also in Council of Foreign Relations. Those are the low-level things on the pyramid. The top is APAC, and it's not even close. And they do everything right in your face. They run the media, um, and then you look at the last... Eight out of nine Federal Reserve chairmen, 
Janet Yellen, she's another Ukraine war architect, right? And they're part of why we're in this mess where they rose interest rates after 13 years of being basically zero since the housing crisis they created with their credit default swaps and faulty rating. They bribed the rating agencies. And who was doing this? Oh, well, it was Diamond and Staley and the same people involved with Epstein that were doing that to create the mortgage-backed security crisis, which is now leading to bank failures currently. Only add the crypto market that they've, you know, flailed apart. These are the white-collar crimes, and these people, they're all such psychopaths that it seems like all of these financial bastards and white collar criminals have a side hobby of raping children. And so they provide because the Burnells of the world, the Maxwell's, the Jeffrey Epstein's, they're going to be there. You want to compromise a house speaker? Well, why compromise someone who's in office when you can help put someone you already have compromise into office and they do both. And we literally have it listed out. And and trust me, I would get sued into the poorhouse if I was wrong. I'm not wrong. Like this, everybody on that map behind me, I have written in red what they've either been convicted of or what they've been accused of. Nine of them are in prison. Eight of them are dead. Well, no, nine are dead because Thomas Thomas, um, H. Lee just passed away. Um suicide shot himself in his apartment apparently and let's see he well i'm looking up his uh underling because he had a guy that helped facilitate the liquid funding scandal that epstein did with bear stearns ireland limited where he was uh they were just moving toxic assets around james r burrett that's his name um he was involved with that now that doesn't mean he's a kitty fiddler because some of the people involved with Epstein were just white collar criminals. But if you were going to do a Venn diagram, right, there are a lot of them that did all of the above, right? They're helping him uh, launder money around and uh, hide crimes from each other. And then, of course, using their donation power to influence research and development at universities, which then gives them access to the developments and all of that science and tech goes to the Israeli state. And they, and it seems like the insurance on a lot of these people was to have them compromised. And they filmed everything, by the way, secret cameras in every room, every girl involved that says, yeah, they've got control room. They felt the whole house is bugged. So they have that insurance on these people. And I guess once somebody does it once, they're like, well, why not do it again? They're already compromised, right? And they, and some of them were addicted to it. It's disgusting because you think if you're a billionaire, multi-billionaire, whatever, why can't you just go to Vegas and buy an escort legally that's of age? Like if you really need prostitutes that bad, there are places you can do that. Go to Amsterdam, go whatever. And I'm sure they did, but that wasn't enough. Right, because you can't get a 14-year-old, 12-year-old. That's illegal. Well, there is a place in the Caribbean you can do that. Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, he'll do that. He had a place in New Mexico where he had bribed the governor. He had him compromised. He had a place in Palm Beach. He had that whole police department over barrel. And, of course, he had his New York rape mansion. That part of New York City is like, I mean, the whole thing's mob run, as you know. So 
uh, which is what came to bite Epstein back in the ass because uh, who do you think controls the prison system there? <laughs> All the guards are asleep. The cameras don't work. Your roommates conveniently moved out. You just signed a trust to move your money 36 hours ago. You're dead. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what about Maxwell and Ryan? Do you think that she's not got snuffed because she's done a quid pro quo with the Clintons? To keep her mouth shut. I. It's harder to get into. It's harder to do it because of it was so obvious what they did to Epstein. So if you do that again, it's just too much. They're gonna shut her up. I think the threat to her was we're gonna um, make her lose her mind. They're gonna drive her crazy. They'll just drug her and have her be schizophrenic or whatever. And so whatever she says, just she's just a mad woman. She wants to keep her mind. She she is bisexual, so the woman's prison is not so bad for her. She can still do her thing. Um, but she was angry at them. Uh, she's not like her sisters. Her sisters are quite intelligent, actually. She's the dumb, the dumb young one that was only good at following around one sugar daddy after another. She actually fought all the way to the end thinking, don't worry, I know the Rothschilds and all, they'll fix it. And like, no, they're not. You're too hot. You're done. Uh, you're going to rot in jail. And so she's like, well, I'm no longer going to protect these clients then. They're going to have to protect themselves. So that is what happened. And the judges said, yep, we're going to release this. Well, that, that's all they've said is they've decided that they will release it, but they didn't release it. But you kind of know who it is by reading through it. I mean, how many hotel mag magnets are there? I mean, how many attorney generals are there? I mean, they're not, you can just pull it off the list. You just, you grab this list and you do a mix and match and then you have it. I mean, there's, this doesn't show up, does it? It's right behind me. Again, I'll just type this out for your, yeah, I'll give it to you for your Patreon. How about that? I'm not allowed on Patreon. But you know who's on it, and is a lot of, our, of these names our, have been one in the viewers, news. One of our viewers, Ryan, has asked: Is Peter Mandelson on it, and how does he link to everybody? Uh, is he? I don't know. I had to read it. <laughs> mm. I don't, that name doesn't ring a bell. Peter There's Mandelson lot... was was um, one of Blur's acolytes. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think Epstein was calling Mandelson from the Florida Stockade. Blair's on it. Um, Peter might be on there. This a lot of this stuff I compiled years ago. So I don't I didn't memorize it. Like I just wrote it down and mapped it out. This is the S tier. That and that's about 65 names, but there's 167 names. Um and then I think that would if there's a lot that I'd like to put on the list that it's like uh you know, you know, like Woody Allen, you know. You know, you know, he adopted is somebody ends up marrying. He's hanging out with Epstein, but there's and he's, but there isn't any evidence like dead to rights that he raped one of Epstein's girls. But you know, right? Look <laughs> at all the other stuff he's done and his proclivities, and then they, of course, they're friends. There's a lot of people like that where it's like you, you, you can't put them on the list because you go, if you're going to make an accusation that big, you have to have real evidence. It can't just be like, oh, this guy's such a slime ball, right? Dershowitz is another one of those. He's there. He's admitted to getting massages, but he said he kept his underwear on. He said, well, my wife was with me. Like, that matters. Uh, yeah, no. And, and even some of the victims were like, I think it was him, you know. 
but not enough, right? So maybe he's just coincidentally always defending serial rapists and hangs out with Jeffrey Epstein and gets massages in his house or at Wexner's house, actually. But he, he never took his underwear off. Maybe. So there's, if you were to add all those people that have all these like emails where they joke with each other and stuff, the list would be a lot bigger. But, you know, for this, this journalist's sake, you, you can't put them on the list. Now, I could make a second list to say suspected or something. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of people involved in the white collar crimes that might not have known what Epstein's other business was. Like, people will steal. A lot more people are willing to steal than rape. But his core group is doing both. We've had a few questions come in, Ryan. Let me just, um, let's see. So from Matthew Steeples, many of the people I know who were on the list have told me they've only ever met Maxwell and they did not know Epstein. They were horrified to be on such a list and surprised even. One lady hadn't seen Maxwell in over 15 years. Is that an experience you have found, Ryan? Not with my list. They, when he's saying the list, it's that stupid list that went all over uh BK and Twitter and stuff that has like Tom Hanks and DiCaprio and all these people. It's just some bullshit QAnon list. And so the people are like, oh, all they did was grab someone was just lazy, went through the black book and just grabbed all the names, found the sexiest names and made a list. Okay. A lot of people on that are innocent. Just because you got your picture with him, like Elon Musk or whatever, or just because you're you flew on a plane does not mean you had anything to do with his criminal enterprise. And it pisses me off that people are so lazy that they're just grab the flight logs and be like, I got the list. There isn't the list. They didn't have like a list sitting in a locker full of names. I wrote down all the names based on the trials and testimony from the victims and digging through this the hard way. Then your name got put down, right? Like Leon Black gave him hundred, actually $168 million, right? And has been accused of, right? Like, that's good enough. You're on the list, right? The, the stupid-ass list that's going around is just disinformation. And so stop harassing these people. Some of the people on it are guilty because they have. there are people who are in the Black Book who were also involved with that theme, but the majority, I would say, were not. There's a lot of people who he tried to target there's people in there that just were part of Glenn's Oceans Tamar, you know, just environmentalists and things like that. You can't be that lazy. You think you have the list. You do not. This behind me is the list. The one that's gone around is nothing but a copy of the flight logs or worse. There's two of them. There's one that's a copy of flight logs. The second one is just some QAnon crap that people made up that are obsessed with Tom Hanks for some reason. Tom Hanks is not part of Epstein. Stop. If you see his name on the list, that's the fake list. You got another question here then, and it's from Agent Orange wants to know about anthrax being injected into soldiers. Well, he said the, the, only, anthrax was, the only anthrax was injected into soldiers. No, they took the anthrax drug prior to the anthrax attack. They had done gain-of-function research uh, starting at least as early in the 90s with uh, Dr. Ripley and Dr. Philip Zachariah or Philip Zach. And the plan at that time was to hit the World Trade Center with the truck bomb and follow it up with a biological weapons attack. 
but they got botched because they parked the rider truck in the wrong place. It came out that the FBI was had a mole inside the cell and was supposed to have done a sting operation and even, and was supposed to give them fake powders and stuff, but they gave them real explosives. They actually were these these hap, you know, useful idiots that were in this group went back to the VIN number was there from the rider truck. So they go back to the uh, rental agency to get a refund. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the apartment listed on the ad, the address they listed to rent the truck because you have to have an address went back to a woman named Josie Hadas who worked for the Israelis. Big surprise. Philip Zachariah was part of the Camel Club, also spying on Fort Dietrich for the Israelis. And that's where they were doing gain of function, which we just call weaponization of anthrax. It was an accelerant put on the spores. To make them weapons grade. Okay, that's what they sent to Tom Daschle and Patrick Leahy. The Leahy Amendment would have forbidden military aid to Israel. They tried to kill him. Uh, but they didn't give anthrax to soldiers. They gave uh, Cipro to politicians. And this was all before the alleged attack. So they knew on the second try, they have September 11th. Again, attacked the World Trade Centers. This time with airplanes and truck bombs and have a biological weapons attack follow it up, which was blamed on Al-Qaeda, and then that got blamed on Iraq. Al-Qaeda did not send anthrax. Iraq did not send anthrax. But we get a war in Afghanistan and a war in Iraq anyway, because by the time the truth came out, it was too late. We already have boots in Baghdad. People like myself were, and people like Justin Romando, who's now rest in peace, Antiwar.com, people like Mike Rivero, we're telling you, they're lying. They set up an office of special plans. These yellow cake uranium from his years are fraud. It's got fake signatures. This is the PNAC group. They're lying. This is the Israelis. They want us to go to war with Iraq. That's why we went to war with Iraq the first time when they lied about babies on incubators. And Tom Lantos and George Bush Sr. running around saying, you know, quoting a 15 year old Nayara who was coached by Hilton Knowlton PR firm ambassador's daughter from kuwait they just lied they lied about iraq and they, they didn't finish the job they lied again right kill saddam kill his children kangaroo court case they murdered saddam's lawyers while he's in the middle of a trial and i'm not like pro saddam but i mean let's i hate that light switch brain too like well if you don't support the war in iraq then you love saddam no i don't like saddam i don't unlike these people but the war was a lot worse and didn't get better. You, you ended up with an insurgency and an ongoing occupation. Rocky's getting killed every day, starving to death from sanctions between the two wars. That's what in part motivated the people in Al Qaeda to attack on September 11th was watching all these Muslims and Arabs get murdered in Iraq and Lebanon and Palestine. That's how Osama was able to recruit these people. The thing is, once that plan got win with KSM, and Ramzi Youssef, who was the guy that did the World Trade Center bombing in 93, made a plot to attack with airplanes, the Bojinka plot and the Millennial plot. They knew this. They knew Al-Qaeda was going to flight schools. The CIA had followed around Khalid al-Midhar and al-Waf al-Hazmi, knew they had an Al-Qaeda summit meeting in Malaysia and they met KSM, knew they were living in California, knew the plan was to attack with planes, 
knew they were going to flight schools, knew what the target was, didn't do anything, didn't even share their information with the FBI. And the NSA withheld information too. They had bugged all their phones in Yemen and Hamburg and they wouldn't say anything to anybody. Like these people were assisted all the way until they got on the plane. They're protected from local authority. Amdocs and Converse were spying on local police. The Israelis are moving these guys around. They're living next door to them. They're celebrating the attacks. They're in moving vans. They moved them shipping out of the towers. There were truck bombs. I mean, 9 11 is a beast. And we can do a 9 11 show someday. There is a grown up version of that event. And it does tie to the Iraq war and anthrax and gain of function. And it, it, that'll go into Fauci and all that and the COVID and stuff too. Like that's the reason the rules got written the way they did. You should have Francis Boyle on the program, by the way, and give you a mouthful on that bioweapons, or maybe you have, I don't know, but they, um, they're lying about September 11th, but the level of disinformation of airplane deniers and thermite grenades and just utter just stupid asinine narratives on 9-11 has buried that to the point where nobody wants to talk about 9-11 truth for grown-ups because they don't want to be associated with that tar baby that loose change and richard gage and these people have made where they they say a missile hit the pentagon all this other nonsense i mean my god there's an airplane size hole full of airplane parts and victims from flight 77 in the pentagon but oh no let's just act like it evaporated you get the judy wood kooks like all these kooks came out and they ruined it and they're trying to do that they try to do that with COVID. You have your virus deniers and the people that think 5G tire towers are communicating with microchips and did it, all the Stu Peters baloney. Like they're trying to kookify COVID so you can't get back to what they actually did. Because if you don't believe in viruses, then you can't have gain of function research on a virus in Wuhan, which is paid for by Echo Health from the NIH. We did illegal gain of function research on coronaviruses in China. Viruses are real. The earth is round, you know, like, but they'll come out and do that. They did that to JFK. It's hard. They try to get everybody involved in the JFK research to deny the moon landing. Right. And there's no point in that. But that's the kookification of these things. And that's why people like myself, I, I know I piss off all the kooks and I piss off all the spooks too. The kook to spook spectrum. You can think of it like the kooks will lie, just utter, just inundate you with trash so you can never get to the bottom of something and i think the spooks kind of feed them that info so my, Stu my Peters, few... alex jones whatever they're getting they're just getting lies from the cia and they go out there with a big megaphone and tell you know school shooting denial or whatever other nonsense they're on and then you get to jeffrey epstein or whatever it is and you you can no longer talk about it because it's been associated with all these weirdos one of our viewers, Matthew Steeples, one of my co-hosts as well, has asked me to clarify something with his interjection here. Ryan misunderstood my question. I'm referencing the address book. I'm talking about people who knew Maxwell who are in the 90-odd page document. I'm not referencing Twitter lists. Please, could you point this out to Ryan? The people yeah. I know on the list I mentioned were in many cases surprised. British aristocrats, business people, etc. They did not know Epstein, but they did know Maxwell, but had not seen her in years. But isn't that because the list is, it wasn't ever Epstein's list. It was Maxwell's list. He was the it's money Maxwell's manager. list, and that's exactly what I said. I didn't misunderstand anything. The, the black book is not the list. That is a list. It's not the list. That's just all of her contacts. And people have grabbed the pages out of that black book and just copied them in and made what they're calling the client list 
and all it is is a copy of that book and it is wrong and that's why they're surprised because they're just regular associates most of them right we've gone into overtime with ryan huge thank you for spending so much time with us do you want to tell everybody then where they can find you and support you ryan ancreport.com and i have a Substack, ryan dawson and I tried to make a discount code for this map. I couldn't get it to work, but that's up on the site right now. If you buy an Epstein map, we've got a Biden crime map too. But that's what finances all the research into this mess. Like these people are raping kids and they've ripped off billions of dollars. And this ought to be a huge story. It's not dead yet. We've got the lawsuit with JP Morgan and, you know, I'm motivated to continue to dig into it and, at my own peril, uh, as long as I can appear with guys like Sean Atwood, you know, it's, it's worth it. Uh, we all pay a price from censorship and financial hardship for tackling these issues. I've lost an enormous amount of money because I say the things I say. I'm not allowed on anything. And uh, that's hurt me. It's hurt my family. But from a moral point of view, I feel like you have to do it. Um, so I would appreciate it if you buy a map because that's, I'm not trying to grift or anything. I mean, it's, it's a great map to have on your wall and explain to people. And there's, there's your list right there. I mean, it's, these people are in giant criminal enterprises and put the information out for free and in interviews and blogs and stuff anyway, but that's just a product we have to, to pay A and C report really. And, uh, it's a great conversation starter if you want to freak out your neighbors <laughs> have that up on the wall but <laughs> it's been updated too we had one in 2019 we updated it in 2021 and uh that's for sale on my website and we've got a lot of interviews about epstein with with uh atwood and jackman radio and um tim kelly a lot of people Corey Hughes. we've gone over epstein and this is still an ongoing thing and it's not over. Jess Staley's in hot water. Little Miss Disney princess fetish. He's going down. And I'm, they fired the AG. The governor fired her. Denise George should get a medal. No one knows her name. You know, but there, there's a lot of unsung heroes in this to help unravel this whole mess. And good journalists. And those people should be rewarded who are writing about it and sticking their neck out there. Um, you should definitely reward those people. And, you know, Sean's got a book on it. So there's a lot of people, you know, on the good guy's side <laughs> and, and the victims too, man, Virginia Roberts and, and Maria Farmer and some of these girls that have come out, not as Jane Doe, but put their name out there, you know, huge round of applause for these women who had to suffer through all this. And then, I'm sure they were scared, but they had to take on the billionaire class and they did it. A lot of them did go to jail. But ANCreport.com, get an Epstein map, get a Biden map, and we'll be back. And I'd love to talk 9-11 someday. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks, brother. So you, as you can see, viewers, Ryan's heart and soul is in this. He's been researching the Epstein case for 15 years now. He's been a friend of the channel for years. We've done tons of stuff. So please go and support him on Twitter, support him on Rumble. And if you can, get one of his maps. And I know it's the middle of the morning over in Japan, is it right now? So time for you to go to bed. So thanks for staying up, Rob. I really appreciate it, man. You're the best.
Thank, Thank you. you.